Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of beers with the brewers podcast i'm back after a long hiatus uh hiatus 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 and <laughs> i'm one of the co-founders here at land grant brewing company uh with us this week on the podcast to my left on your radio dial is meredith miles <laughs> good afternoon good evening or good morning depending when you're listening <clears throat> we have uh across from me walter keys yes here i am <laughs> there he is, and a Burdan Schaefer. Ahoy. Does that mean like Meredith is like the 89.7 of, uh, mm-hmm. and the, what does that make Walt that then? Makes, I get to live in NPR like territory and Walt's up one in Kiss uh, FM. Yeah. That's, that's a Cincinnati <laughs> one, but yeah. yeah. That's me. That's All right. Great. Well, hey, after a long while, it's going to take me a bit to get back into this, but this week we are talking about one of my favorite beers we have here. At the brewery, uh, what is this, the third year we've done this, Dan? Yeah, sure. Sounds about right. It is I think n- so. Nona, Italian Pilsner. It's a, if you're asking us how it tastes, it's crisp, mm-hmm. lemon, mm-hmm. and floral. Dan, tell us a little bit more about Nona. Sure. So 5.2% ABV, 35 IBUs, so um, a little bit uh, on the higher scale for IBU-wise and a little bit beefier um, ABV-wise. But then again, if you're going to add all those extra hops in there, you need a, a little bit more robust beer for it. Uh, Tetanang, Perla, uh, Saphir, and Magnum. Um, we did originally use Wireman Bow Pills for this, but I think we used Best Pills this year. Uh, so it's not quite as doughy and full-bodied, but I think it makes it more you know, drinkable, a little bit of carapels in there in our, our house, Danish slaughter yeast. So the source, um, of course, um, you know, it depends on what you've had, uh, before or after drinking wise, but I was really shocked when I had one of these the other day, how citrusy it is. Um, it is very, it is very floral and you get some, some kind of earthy herbal notes in there. And it's, it is, it, there's a, it's very savory, not super savory, you know, it's not like meat broth or anything like that, but there's a, there's certainly a savory <laughs> aspect New beer name. to it. Um, but it is, I was, I was surprised at how citrusy um, it comes across for hops that you don't particularly think of as being citrusy, probably saphir aside. Um, yeah, definitely more on that lemon-lime than an orange citrus mm-hmm. or grapefruit, but it is, I'm, I'm telling you... I mentioned this to you the other day. Uh, I'm digging this beer. I yeah. probably brought a six-pack home uh, anytime that I run out in the fridge. Uh, it gets quickly replenished and, um, you know, home run again. Yeah, and it's I love that, that little bitter finish. It just slaps you in the mouth and makes you want to take another sip. Yeah. Sure does. Highly crushable, (laughs) 
Sip after sip, sip, as a uh, beer. Sip after sip. Say every time I have fire. spoken, that is all there is to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a very light. Um, if you were to pour this out in a glass, this is probably one of our visually lighter uh, beers that we've done in a while. Mm-hmm. Even even compared to house beer or pool party, um, not much going on from uh, obviously just essentially pilsner malt and little carapils, but probably not that much that it is is about a. Sh- Lighter than straw gold, I, I I think I would have in my my sensory description of this, but I think you get a lot of aromatics that it's like we talk about in the pool party episodes. These these pilsner type beers, these true uh, European pilsners, there is a lot of hop bite to it. There is those aromatics. It's not just a um, watered down version of a regular beer. This is a uh, a surprisingly complex beer for uh, really not much going on in the hot bill or the you know the uh, the malt bill. So I think it's a great great example of you know if you've had a a Peroni uh, would probably be the only one I I know I uh, it's actually this really good Italian restaurant we went and we were in Colorado a couple of years ago and the owner would br- brought in Italian craft beers and got to try a bunch of oh, different wow. ones. Um, and I wish I remember any of them, <laughs> uh, the names, but they, they actually have a, a very uh, um, fledgling craft beer scene in Italy. And it was, it, it was really cool. He was very proud that he had these beers. So, um, but yeah, most people probably would only be familiar with Peroni, I think when it comes to Italian beers. Yeah. Well, I think, I think what you said, it's so complex for being, I mean, a pretty straightforward beer, but every time you sip it, whether it's what you get aromatically speaking or what you get on the finish, um, every sip's a little different, but at the same time, super refreshing. And I keep going back for more. Like the first, first sip I just took, I was like, oh, this is just so good. And I feel like, especially these this time of year, you get some of those heavier beers and you just need to lighten it up. And this is like 100% the move for something you can sit down and crush a few. Yeah. I, from what I understand... Uh of course, you know, in my beer podcast universe that I was listening to today, um, this might actually be more um, true to style than what they are producing in Italy right now. Mm-hmm. This was originally, I think it was uh, Barifico uh, Italiano, uh, took what was essentially a Czech Pills and dry hopped it, and it kind of took off from there. But uh, I guess they're heading more in a almost like a India Pale Lager territory with it. So if this might actually be more authentic than what you get in Italy. Only if you say it with your hand. Authentic. Yeah, Peroni and uh, (laughs) Moretti was the other one. Beer Moretti. It's the other, like, big one that's everywhere. I I don't know if I've actually had that one, but, yeah, there you go. Yeah, when I was in Italy, there definitely wasn't a lot of craft beer, but we drank a lot of non-craft beer, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's all very refreshing when you're in Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this, I mean, again, if you're um, a fan of our, our lagers, this is a, it, it is a different, uh, very very different as as loyal listeners to the podcast would know, Pool Party, my favorite beer that we make here at the, at Len Grant. Uh, this is, a, this has got to be up there. This is a delicious and uh, apropos for the time of the year. I wish, is there a, uh, well, you, you, you mentioned you studied abroad in Italy. Is there a, a, a um, Similar saying in Italian as uh, apropos. Um, probably. I've okay. got, all of my Italian language knowledge has mostly left my head at this point, but 
You could just say. You could Google that. You could say Abundanza. It doesn't mean the same thing, but it's fun to say. Abundanza. Yeah. Manja. Yeah. Yeah, that's like some of my Italian. Chin-chin. Yeah. Joe. Andiamo. Andiamo. All right. So that, I think you're telling me, let's go, right? Is yeah, that Andiamo? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. That would be the question. Maybe it's a. Uh, uh, how crushable is it? That'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good Italian. Hey Siri. Let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do this live. Uh, live on air. And if not, Eric can edit it later. Hey Siri, how do you say how crushable is it in Italian? In Italian, how crushable is it is? Quanto è schiacciabile? There we go. Nailed it. Checks out. <laughs> Una, dua, tre. <laughs> uh, this is really good beer. It's really crisp. It's really light, but a ton of flavor. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Five crusher. Sink. I, I would go I would go six, but just it being up over 5%, I'm going to go with five. That's responsible. I guess. <laughs> My highly scientific and probably completely. Un- this is where we rolled the tapes. And inconsistent see what you, yeah, rating see system. What you it last yeah, I'm gonna time. Go oh, man, five. that was great with all the old quadrahopics. Yeah, I think that's when we rolled the tape. Yeah, Meredith. Um, contrary to the five point two giving pause to Walt, it is encouraging to me. So I would ring this in as a six crusher on my end. Six crusher, Dan. Yeah, I'm a six. Yeah, I think, you know, you're you're around your family. We're getting to the holidays. You know, maybe you're Nona, maybe you're, you're Noni. I your think papa. that's how you say, say uh, it's uh, Nona, no, 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 would be the plural, I believe. Yes, of your grandparents. <laughs> of your grandparents. Yeah. And the Nonas. Yes. Yeah. Or your Nani, if you can't uh, pronounce Nona, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> as my Italian grandmother was. Uh I think it's a six. I think uh, I think Walt brought it down. Could have been a six. Uh, I mean, a six, uh, but no peer pressure. Arm, you know? No peer pressure on that one. But yeah, this is a great That's beer. Really watching you're watching uh, football or football. <laughs> um, if you are of Italian descent, <laughs> uh, you may be. I think they, they don't call it football in Italy. I think it's calcio. Really? Yeah. Well. well. They it's called nothing. It's called nothing. This uh, this, Man, this World Cup because the <laughs> U- European champions are staying at home. Unfortunately, even though they uh, they won Euro twenty twenty, um, not not fun uh, for all of my Italian friends out there. I got it right, Calcio. Calcio. Well, yeah, they're sitting on the Calcio, not watching their team <laughs> Ooh, right now. Got so, him. Uh, but but hey, <laughs> enough about Nona. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We in it. Uh, we, we, Bender's we, back, folks. We got some uh, back. Yeah. It's like the uh, <laughs> no one asked for it, but he's back. Man, man, that's rough. That's like uh, that's like the sh- hey. Like, U.S. missed the last World it's like Cup. The Seattle this Mariners is, all, talking trash to the New York Yankees. It's all it's all coming back. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I know. I I spent I spent the uh, what was it World Cup uh, two thousand six? Probably two thousand six. Is that does that track? Yeah, that tracks. That Italy, uh, when uh, old Zinedine Zidane uh, headbutted uh, Matrazzi, mm-hmm. and uh, watched that with all my yeah, with, with my was, Italian friends. So I've seen enough year of college. Yeah, uh, that would have been no, that would have been senior year of high school. Was that no, Germany? Two thousand six was when we graduated college. Yeah, two thousand two. The headbutt happened when we were in college. Yeah, I remember watching it on seventeenth. 
Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So you think of 2002, you would have watched with your Italian friends? Well, no. It was when the Italy beat uh, beat France. Whenever that was. No. Probably 2006. That was. Right. Yeah. There we go. There you go. So we were in college. Maybe you're home for the uh, summer. I was in Scotland, and yeah, the Italian contingent like paraded through the streets uh, of Edinburgh, uh, driving like absolutely insane people hanging half out the window. It was great. Because yeah, it was a D- David Trezeguet, I think he hit the crossbar in penalties. Yeah. Which was coincidental because the last time Italy was in the World Cup final, I'm just like dogging on Italy right now. Was when <laughs> <laughs> the beer, however. Yeah. When, when in, in, in World Cup <laughs> 1994, it was Italy against uh, Brazil here in the U.S. And Roberto Baggio uh, hit it off the crossbar, so it was it was kind of poetic justice that they yeah, won their next. Yeah, he just booted it right over Did he the go top. Over? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. So that they ended up winning in penalties because someone missed it. But hey, congrats to them. They have uh, won way more World Cups than our our home team. Yeah, and a beautiful country full of wonderful people and food. And yeah, they're great beer, great people. Now, speaking of our home team, I think there's something else happening coming up here. Um, that's a great transition, Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> it's like a, like just a pass through the the midline to the to the scoring zone in soccer, as they say. As they say, um, little Weston McKinney <laughs> up to um, Tim, Timothy Weah, maybe. Sure, yeah. I don't know who they picked or not. All I know is Pepe's not going, but that's a bummer. And I don't know enough. About, maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, anyway. We've yeah. lost everyone now, so let's uh, let's regroup. We're talking say, about soccer. All of this is, is to say the World Cup uh, kicks off next week. That is Monday the 21st. So the week of Thanksgiving is also the week of the start of the World Cup. We're going to be open for a lot of the World Cup. 22 group stage matches. Yeah. All the knockout rounds, all the knockout stage matches, mm-hmm. all of the USA matches, mm-hmm. and... Um, basically the two later games of every group stage Eight. play. Yeah. yeah, we're not open up in, at 5 a.m. Yeah. or 8 a.m., We'll be open for 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. matches in weeks one and two. And then in the third week, we'll be open for just all of the 2 o'clock yes, games. Yes, that, that is the way to say it. There, it's, it's hard to put a tidy bow on explaining mm-hmm. when we're going to be open. But with it's hard to put a tidy bow on this World Cup. Yeah. With the exception November. of Thanksgiving, we should point out that we are, in fact, closed on Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. So yeah. there's that mm-hmm. caveat. So big doings at the, at the tap room for the World Cup. Um, we are hosting the official watch party um, for our friends at the American Outlaws Columbus chapter here in Columbus for all of the U.S. men's national team matches. So that, that kicks off on Monday, the 21st. Uh, they're playing Wales for their first matchup in the World Cup. Um, and then right after that, that Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, they're playing England. That's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. And then the following Tuesday, I believe, the 29th, they're playing Iran mm-hmm. um, to finish out group play. And then hopefully they move on from there into the knockout stage and we'll definitely have uh, their matches on as well, as well as all the knockout round matches. You know what's crazy, too, Walt? Right after that England game, there's a big football game on... American football. American football the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. That's going to be... That, what a week. What a week. Yeah, that game is tracking to be 
pretty big. How yeah. many Nona's do you think you'll have during that week? Ooh, that week. <laughs> I don't know if Nona's strong enough for that week. Ooh, okay. But that's a, that's a, you got you got two. I, I think you kind of need something like Nona that week because it's only five <laughs> percent. I think if you're, a better, if you're yeah. drinking Dan Flashes, well, no, can, can, can Flashes. Can Flashes. You're gonna have <laughs> no. some short days. No, 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 no. You're gonna miss all the games or some holes in your TV. Yeah, um, one way or the other. But yeah. Yeah, in so one week you got two World Cup USA matches. Yeah, I mean you got you got Garrett, a bunch of other World Garrett, Cup matches. Uh, Gareth Bale, right? You got, you got Thanksgiving the match. You got Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You've got Ohio State, Michigan. Okay, so maybe one versus two, maybe two versus three. So here's three. the question: What do you drink on the game versus Wales? What's the what's the what's the choice? It's a Tuesday. We still all have to work here. It's a Monday. Brewery. Monday? I thought we we're playing Tuesday. The first the game. Okay. So third game's on a Tuesday. Okay. Monday. Um. I don't know. <laughs> our our fa- our famous Welsh lager. Welsh lager. We don't make. There we Welsh do. Lager. Yeah. I personally will be cracking a home cold IPA home to get in the spirit. Home cold IPA. Oh yeah, good. you tried to set me up for that. that and I didn't great. do it. <laughs> sounds great. I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to leave the space for the right answer, but alas, it was it was not to our right. Instead of uh, the beer that what we were we going to have for the World Cup, I don't know. Probably some Probably Welsh definitely beer. not our World Cup yeah, theme beer though. Yeah. What's Boudog? definitely not that one. What's oh. Boudog's Christmas beer? Give me one of those. Oh my Walt gosh! Said. I went with our famous Welsh lager. Is what I went with. No, yeah, I I buried the lead here, as they say in the in the media business. Um, We're really releasing our home uh, cold IPA or IPL, depending whatever you prefer. It's a delicious, easy drinker Um, that'll be available starting Friday the eighteenth, nineteenth, eighteenth, eighteenth. The day after um, this podcast comes out, yeah, basically we're throwing hold, a party. Yeah, holding a little party to kick off the World Cup with, with American Outlaws, tapping that beer. Uh, it'll be on tap and available in Tall Boys um, for carryout throughout the World Cup. Um, and they're going to have it at, uh, if you do uh, end up matriculating to lore.com uh, to watch the game with our friends at Columbus Crew, they'll have that uh, over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but come watch it here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it here. And then that Saturday, uh, we got a, t- uh, uh, a tie of low against Maryland. Tonga of Iloa. Not Tua, but his brother. Yeah. The Taga brothers. Yes. So, uh, and uh, the next day is the last F1 race of the season, even though the season has already decided we're going to open uh, 7.30, 8 a.m. race, early race in mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi. But mm-hmm. stay later for the matchup of Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> the Lake Effect Bowl. The lake yeah. fa- I mean, she's Bills Browns, 1 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah, we got that going on. Um, boy, we're really flying through this stuff at an incredible pace. Um, it took an, an incredible time to be back on the podcast. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> really finding our stride here. Um, but, yeah, uh, other than that, Reservations are live for brewery, brewery curling and igloos. I can give an update. That's oh, what yeah, I've been the doing. Rink, we, do have, we do have the rinks are here amongst We'll get an us. update in just a second. But, yeah, uh, the first day of actual play at the moment is the 28th. Um, but you can book now uh, up to 120 days out. And uh, also a shout-out to our semi-private Kickstarter room. If you if the great indoors are more your vibe, um, we have some indoor space that you can reserve as well. Great for your... 
holiday party, company happy hour. It's a super good reunion, get together, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Good place to go with the family. If everyone's coming in town, you want somewhere to go and uh, get out of the house, come on down. Go to landgrantbrewing.com slash wintergarden to reserve uh, an igloo, a curling lane, or the Kickstarter room. Yeah. Yeah. And then real quick, before we get to the big ice uh, update, (laughs) holiday hours. Uh, Next week, Next week being Thanksgiving week, it, we got some a little bit slightly different hours. Um, Wednesday, we are open as usual. That's going to be um, our usual 3 to 10 for Wednesdays. Thursdays, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, we are closed. And then Friday, with the aforementioned uh, USA-England match and the early match, we'll be open at 11 a.m. for Netherlands-Ecuador. Um, and that's going to be followed by England-USA at 2. Yeah. So there you go. Open up early on Friday, close on Thursday. And if you have like an itch to do some Black Friday shopping, we've got a merch shop. We got plenty of stuff. Maybe some deals going on down yeah. here. So there's a lot of great can, merchandise in yeah. that shop. You right. could drink Bunch Pilsner. You could get yeah. all your holiday shopping done. Yeah. You watch USA beat England. We've got new fleece. We've got new beanies. We've got. We tied England last time, right? <sighs> I don't remember. I think it was right, and that was 2000. And uh, that was I remember watching that. That was that test match. That was. 2010 in South Africa. Yeah, I was there. You were there. Yeah, it was a tie, right? Yeah, yeah we were in Cincinnati for yeah, we a wedding. Nick, we were on Nick yeah. Wicks, yeah. Nick White's basement. White's basement in, in the White family household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, quick uh, update on uh, the uh, curling ice. Um, looking at this week, it's cold. So yeah. by the time this episode comes out, we may actually have <laughs> curling ice. So if you're listening to this. Uh, check the website. We might we might well, get some early curling in, uh, and reservations may open up early. No promises. Official launch is still that twenty uh, eighth, but we'll see. There is potentially an update if you're listening to this in real time upon release uh, tonight on the seventeenth. We are inviting our friends from the Columbus Curling Club down. Oh, wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be grand? And Not a uh, you know, assuming. That, Figure that out. you know, future future weather does, in fact, hold true. And we can have a little bit of ice for a potential demo. One of the cool things about our partnership with them is that, you know, we understand that we are not, in fact, real curling. We are brewery curling and we own that. But it's a great intro to get the itch, kind of make it the curling bug. And then we can send you their way for I think they have a variety of different ways you can learn to curl. Brewery curling is not necessarily the real deal. So they'll show you all the ropes of sweeping and, and all those sorts of things. So um, I know that they're going to pop down here tonight, November 17th, Thursday, and do um, a little bit of a fundraiser, but then also a demo of showing some of their, I don't know if you just want to see what curl, real curling is all about. They're going to they're gonna show us tonight. So if you're hearing this in real time, come on down tonight and hmm. get the uh, get a bond spiel, I believe, is going to re- release too. I think we're going to tap it. I love so. that we use the term real time on this podcast. As you know, we re- as record on Friday for release on <laughs> Thursday, something that people could so listen to anytime. at the moment anytime. of <laughs> distribution. Anytime. I don't know what time it is on this podcast yeah. anymore. Well, it exists out of time. Well, since uh, I'm going to, there's no question from a listener, and since I've just been a listener for the past couple months, um, we're in the middle of uh, 2023 planning here at Land Grant. And so um, when it comes to kind of what's coming up, in next year, uh, what are you guys uh, most excited about? We're, like whether it's a beer that we're coming out with, whether it's a 
um, something that you've been working on. This is I'm springing this on everyone that they, they, no one is prepared. Uh, but um, I thought you know maybe the listeners out there would be interested in finding out what fun things could be happening here at at Land Grant coming up in 2023. Walt scratching his head. He's gonna figure it out. We're gonna start. We'll start with Dan. Um, there's some. Uh, we're kind of doing a wholesale reevaluation of ingredients uh, in the back. So uh, that's exciting. Um, looking at some potentially some new house yeast, trying to dial those in. Um, but also just looking at the calendar uh, and seeing the stuff that we bring back. Like, I don't know, like typically, um, uh, you know, unless it's uh, certain brands, we don't always get the same type of reaction when we bring a beer back as when it's something new. But here's a surprise, listeners. When Ooh. I brew something again, generally it doesn't suck worse the second time. <laughs> Usually it gets better. <laughs> so if we bring something back, it's because we thought it was good. And usually the second time we brew it, it gets better. Maybe we should put a little seal, like a Dan Schaefer seal of a seal of quality on every re- returning this beer. Doesn't it doesn't be a sticker of worse my than the last big had dumb it. face <laughs> just saying yeah. it's better dummy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, a lot of it is based on when a beer flies and we go, Oh man, we, we got to make that again next year. And then what Dan, you know, credit to Dan always does is he's like, I can make that better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it and it, to his point, it, it it is better every time. I couldn't tell you a, beer a mild wasn't. level of dissatisfaction constantly is my motivating factor. <laughs> 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 so it keeps it keep, keeps us all going. Meredith, oh no. Um, if you're not ready, I can go. There's, a, I'll just say that there's a lot of things I'm excited about. Um, when we get into planning conversations, my uh, background starts to like well up and I get really spreadsheet excited because we get to plot a lot of things and make a lot of plans. Now you're talking my language. We get to make a lot of plans, which really um, fills my cup, if you will. So that process alone and getting, uh, you know, to be a little more strategic about some things has been really exciting. I think looking ahead, and I don't want to spoil anything too great, but I think the opportunity to um, introduce our beer, um, whether it's through sort of a variety exposure or um, if there's an opportunity to put uh, a different variety of beers in people's hands to trial at once, whether that's through potentially, you know, a variety pack of sorts or things like that. I think there's something really cool about that because one of my favorite things we do this time of year is the 12 beers of Christmas, which is our holiday sampler pack, you know, 12 different beers in a box. It's, it's the best and easiest host gift. You know, you take it to someone's hosting dinner, you're having the Friendsgiving, you're doing a holiday party. It's the perfect thing. So the opportunity to have something like that throughout the year is just a nice, um, thing I'm looking forward to us exploring more of. So I think that, um, you know, leave a little bit to the imagination, but the opportunity to have some of that throughout the year next year is exciting to me pretty much as a consumer, even more so than a, than a, um, worker on the other side of things. Cool. Well, you stole my answer. Sorry. Um, was it the variety packs? That was something I was excited I to work on. I didn't know if I was allowed to. I'm not, I'm not, be, everyone I'm not excited, be excited about, I'm not excited about, about it anymore. Sorry, sorry, Walt. This entire no, year. No, I think, you know, I she think just in general, answer. like, uh, um, there's a, 
at least at the moment, there's a lot of new stuff on the, the planning calendar for next year. So that's always an exciting thing to get to work on new ideas and new brands. Um, and, you know, I don't, we didn't do a ton. Well, I mean, I, we did a lot of new stuff, I guess, this year. But um, next year should be quite a bit of new and a lot of returning favorites. Um, Just and a it, whole lot of beer. Yeah, and this year with the um, like the rebrand we did uh, at the turn of the year, um, everything that was returning needed to be readdressed and re- redone. And so with with not necessarily having to do that in, in a big way this year, I mean, everything always gets looked at again. I mean, you know, ABVs change, things like that. But um, to be able to just uh, focus focus on the new stuff from a design standpoint um, and just update the existing stuff as needed is exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's always, uh, it's a bit daunting at the beginning of the year, but um, you know, that's, it's an exciting thing and it's a, a exciting industry to work in and there's always something new. And so I think, yeah, looking at next year, like the current calendar as it stands will be, will be a lot of fun and uh, excited to get that out into the world. But it's a long way to go yet. <laughs> long way to go. Stay tuned. <laughs> that, that, that January is going to come real fast. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 excited. I think this this year we're we're. I mean, as everyone just said, it's looking at each area as someone who kind of is involved, dabbles in all the different areas of the business. Is it, looking at it a bit differently, taking a look at, um, you know what what we've been doing for the past eight and a half, eight years or so. And, and, you know, we really did a great job coming through the pandemic, but I think we uh, developed some habits that this year we're all kind of challenging ourselves and saying, all right, now let's get, we, we got through that. Now let's get better. And I think that's where, you know, the, th- the, three folks on this podcast, but echo a lot of what other people are thinking here at the brewery, um, are, are, are really, really going to, um, echoing throughout the, the organization. And that makes me very excited. Um, my, uh, I'm looking down, uh, cause we're recording this. There's a party in our Kickstarter room. That's why we weren't live in the Kickstarter room. Uh, my early season pro- project last year was, I built a little rover, uh, for the ice rink that might, uh, clear out the ice rink. So, um, and by the time I finished it, uh, everything was <laughs> melted. So I'm actually very excited to see if this thing works. Uh, and I don't have to shovel snow off the ice rink or sidewalk. So, uh, this is a little, the little robot everyone's been stare, staring at. So it might, it, you might see it driving down the street, uh, <laughs> or the sidewalk here in Franklinton and, uh, give it a little wave, but no, it's, a. Uh, I think I think we're, we're we're really poised for a great 2023, and you know I think uh, finishing off the year with a nice light beer like Nona is a great way to get us into that. And uh, look forward to what are we going to talk about next week? So it's funny. I was going to say if you didn't get your fix of World Cup action on this podcast, more. you're you're in for a treat. I promise we won't <laughs> trash Italy as much as we did on this podcast. No, that just felt right. As we were talking about, we'll just talk so, a lot of trash about whales. Yeah, whales, yeah. whales in England, we'll just and really um, just pile on whales. <laughs> we're just going against against all of the uh, competition 
in Iran. Yeah. Will, uh, so send in your, your gripes about each of those three countries sure. and we'll, uh, we'll filter through. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't know about that. We'll see. Um, no, but actually I, next podcast we'll be talking about the re-release of home, our cold IPA or as well indicated IPL, depending what you like. Um, and we're going to welcome, I believe Hytham from AO Columbus is going to oh, join awesome. us. Um, use, utilize the opportunity to have our sort of warm up party that we're having with them when home comes out. Um, again, if you're listening to this upon release, it's tomorrow. Um, and then we'll get really into kind of all the world cup chatter next week. So if it's not your vibe, that's all right, but we're really excited and we're looking forward to, I, maybe not the world's hugest soccer fan, but I'm really pumped. I feel like every AO event I've been to, there's such a cool atmosphere. Thank you. No, but, the, I mean, but the World Cup is like it's the different. Best. Yeah, it's, it's the best, Jerry. I was it's telling Adam last week that you know there's sort of a March Madness to it. Like some people who don't care at all about college basketball can get real into March Madness. They fill out their bracket. You know, they kind of get engaged in a different type of way because you're rooting for teams you probably otherwise might not care about. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that atmosphere down here. I think it's going to be a party. Yeah, I'm hoping to see our Croatian friends again this year. We had a we had a large group of. Boisterous yeah, Croatian fr- uh, fans. They've already emailed us. Supporters. They have like oh, a, okay. They're Great. like setting up a party. Great. Great. We love that. I, I'm excited to see them again. Um, Luka Matric. I'm sure they've been here since, but uh, they aren't always wearing their red, red and white checkerboard shirts, but that'll be fun. All yeah. right. Last, last question from a listener. Favorite, 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 U- <laughs> a favorite, listener being Adam. favorite U.S. men national team and, technic- and also women's national team uh, jersey. Go. Oh, anyway. like design? Yeah, year design. Which one uh, do you go back to? I think I know Walt's. I will predict it. Um, go. Oh, what? The Centennial jersey. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I like the one a lot that they just got rid of. Like, I like a plain, simple jersey. Oh, but, with the with just the, sh- the, yeah, the offset stripe yeah, on the side. I like, I like, yeah, I like them wearing white. I like the the new crest. I like the Centennial crest. Centennial um, Crest is the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Centennial is probably pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's a good answer. I knew it. You, Meredith, it, it, I was, like I, you just said, I, you're not really into not be, it. But you might not know. Literally anything that the U.S. women's national team wears because go. Do they have three women. stars? Four, three stars. Four three. stars? And yeah, and pretty much now the jerseys are pretty yeah, much the, the same. same. Yeah. yeah, they release the same and the mm-hmm. women get the three stars since they've won three World Cups, mm-hmm. unlike the men who have won yeah, zero that's World right. Cups. That's right. That's, that's why right. I like them. They're the best. The best. Unmatched. I'll, I'll go with the uh, Alexi Lalas era star swipe. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The half. The, the, yeah, the big. Like the sort like of like faux like denim. Faux yes. denim. <laughs> yes. Tie-dye-ish yeah, thing. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really a product of the times. I mean, yeah. If they're ninety four, he's gonna make a dumb, ugly jersey like they did this year. You might as well like throw back to something like that. Like that, that's fun and dumb. Yeah. The jersey that grew on me the most was, I guess, that would have been was it last World Cup cycle? The the uh, bomb pop one, mm-hmm. uh, even though it was uh, blue, blue, white, red instead of red, white, blue. How you kind of look at it. Um, you could argue the same about the American flag is blue, white, red. Too. Yeah, well, that's true. I do. I think the Centennial is my favorite. Um, the old, the old uh, Waldo stripe, red and white, though. Mm-hmm. Give the stripes. Come on. Yeah, there's bomb pop ones. I didn't like them when they came out, but they they grew on me over time. Yeah, yeah, because that blue is not really. It was too blue, blue. Like 
like a, ro- like a like royal, a lighter like, royal yeah, and not navy, which yeah. is kind of yeah. Pantone was off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, we're excited. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Uh, John Ham's excited. <laughs> sure, sure. St. Louis's own John Ham. Yeah, it's fired up. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Listen to us banter uh, about uh, our favorite Italian grandmother, uh, our Nona. Mm-hmm. And uh, look for Nona in grocery stores around town here in Central Ohio, a little bit up in Northeast Ohio, a little bit southeastern Ohio, a little bit down in the Dayton near near Western Ohio, uh, Western the Central Miami Valley, Miami Valley, Western Central Ohio, <laughs> Western Central. We're just renaming things here. <laughs> We appreciate y'all. Hopefully see you out here to uh, celebrate uh, the the retapping of home and uh, the return of our uh, U.S. men's national team to the World Cup. And uh, also uh, cheer on our Buckeyes as they try to win a Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, well, hopefully more than just a Big Ten championship. Yeah, we got to get past Michigan. we got two more games. I guess, yeah, it's one thing at a time yeah. here. Hopefully yeah. the Indiana game wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, thanks again, everyone. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Tip your bartenders. Cheers. Cheers, rink master. Yeah. The rinks are. <laughs> Congratulations if you made it this far. Goodbye. <laughs>